Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. You Date Me, a podcast where me, Nicole Byer, tries to figure out how I'm still single, even though uh, you could not talk to me through this whole quarantine. Text me the day we're set free and I will come running. Okay, my guest today wrote for Nikki Fresh and was in an episode of You, which to me is honestly the most exciting credit to have. Uh... (laughs) Also, you host a very popular podcast. Um, it's Iron Madison the third. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. How are you today? I'm great. You know, it was. I was glad to leave my home and come all the way to the studio to record. <laughs> yes, we're in the middle of quarantine, and I said, fuck it, Ira, leave your home. Also, I didn't say the name of your podcast. It's called Keep It. I don't know <laughs> why I didn't say it. I was just like, a popular podcast, and then didn't fucking say it. They can find it. it. They can find it. They can just Google they- popular podcast. <laughs> Yes, make the children do the work. <laughs> so, Ira, are you, let's just like get into this. Are you single? Tell me about it. I am. I am very single, very quarantined alone. Wait, you're quarantining alone? I am. I don't have roommates. So I am just like wandering my um 
apartment in Larchmont. Sometimes Me. I go to my balcony and look outside like I'm a Vita, and then I just go back in. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. So did you like living alone before quarantine started? I did. I did. Because I, um, the last time I had lived alone before I started living alone again was sophomore year of college, like in Chicago. I had a studio apartment in like the north side of Chicago and it was small and I had, I think I had a mouse at one point and then the radiators <laughs> burst. So it oh was really no. a journey. And then I had roommates ever since. And when I moved to LA, like nine years ago at this point, I had so many different random roommate situations. And I was eventually to the point where I was like, I gotta, I gotta live by myself. I had to live by myself mm. by the time my last roommate was like a, actor slash director who never left the apartment and so Uh i wasn't sure what he was doing for work (laughs) (laughs) that's the worst somebody who's just like always there and you're like so i'll never have alone time yeah so you live alone during the quarantine has it been going okay do you feel crazy you know i at first was feeling a little crazy, but now I think I've, I've settled into it, you know? Fair. How are you settling into it? Well, I, I Zoom with friends and um, do the FaceTime and do the house partying and mm. that, that little app. Uh, the reason why I was sort of going crazy in the beginning of it was, so I have two neighbors and... One of them is single and one of them has a boyfriend who like stays with them all the time too. Now they are very close friends with another friend of mine and the four of them just formed like a quarantine cell. Mm-hmm. So it was, it w- it was driving me crazy just knowing that they were just all key keying next door. <laughs> Having dinners, watching movies, and I'm just wandering around my home by myself. (laughs) Literally next door. I don't mean like close by neighbors. I mean, I'm apartment one, they're apartment two. And they're just having the time of their lives and you're just alone. Yeah. I mean, I, I I feel for you. I, I'm quarantined with my roommate, John Melheiser. John Melheiser, my roommate, and his, uh, his boyfriend. So, like, that has been very nice. Although we did get into one fight. Uh, it was an explosive fight where I was accused of yelling at someone. So then I screamed at him to show him what yelling actually was. It was a whole thing. It was wrapped up in two days, though. But, yeah, I just keep thinking about... So have you been, like... Zoom dating? Are you still on the apps? Were you ever on the apps? Yeah, so I was an app person and I've been I've been trying to be on the apps in the midst of this, but the thing for me is it feels sort of like pointless. Yep. Because I I had a friend who was very heavily um Zoom dating or like having FaceTime dates with this boy that he was talking to on Hinge. And then Mm -hmm. 
it just like that was the beginning of the quarantine. And then at this point, like it's filtered off because I'm like, yeah, what are you, were you just going to talk to this boy for yes. 30 days, 40 at this point, like with, uh-huh. without actually seeing each other. I'm like, that is, that's a long courtship. And it I just is. don't have time it's for it. too long. I just like, it like really truly hurts my heart to be like, okay, so I'm going to meet somebody on an app. I'm going to talk to them maybe until 2021. <laughs> and then t- 2021 hits, we're allowed outside. And then this person is a different person than who I'm going to actually meet. Right. Because it gives you time to create these false narratives of this person. Or like you think the relationship is more than what it actually is. Mm-hmm. Like you see him and he's like, what up, dude? And you're like, dude i'm in love with you i just (laughs) oh it just and then i started thinking about what is dating gonna look like after quarantine like Mm -hmm. you can't just fuck any old person i'm gonna have to take your temperature first and then (laughs) i have to be like who were you around who were you talking to who was breathing Mm -hmm. on you what's the last grocery store you went to like it's too much there were people who I was definitely talking to beginning of quarantine because what had also happened was I had gone on a couple of dates with someone prior to quarantine and mm-hmm. I had had a date scheduled with someone else right when quarantine hit. So that got canceled. So those were two people that I was still chatting with in the beginning of quarantine in those that young halcyon first week when we were like, oh, this will be over soon. Mm-hmm. And then as it just kept going on, it, you like you just sort of stop talking to them every day. Uh-huh. And it becomes like a week later, you're sort of like, oh, hey, uh, how was your <laughs> week? <laughs> and it's so silly to ask someone how their week was during mm-hmm. quarantine. We all know how everybody's week was. Yeah, I was inside. Uh, maybe I went for a walk. Uh, I got a new mask, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and this week, I feel like new cast members have shown up. Like the people you were talking to at the beginning of quarantine, they've started to drift. And this week alone, I feel like at least two new guys have like texted me, just sort of like, "Hey, how's your quarantine been?" And I'm like. I ain't heard from you in 40 days. What's up? <laughs> I haven't heard from anybody in my in my past, in my near future. I haven't heard from anybody, but I keep getting hit up on, on Hinge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I went from having, oh wait, I'm on airplane mode. Let's see, on airplane mode. Um, yeah, I had nobody, nobody liked me. You know, on that little homepage, it's like, no likes here, Uh, (laughs) which is so depressing. But I went from no likes to eight. Eight people are trying to talk to me, and I have no desire to talk to them. Yeah, I signed up for Hinge during the quarantine, and um, Hinge is very bad (laughs) with the people that it suggests you're compatible with. Uh, yeah, sometimes I'm like, this is what you think of me, Hinge? <laughs> this? Yeah, uh, and then I was, I like, I think it was like a couple weeks ago, maybe it was like three weeks ago when I had hope still, 
Have you, do you watch RuPaul's Drag Race? Yes, of course. One of my favorite uh, challenges is from season five, and it's when all of them have to sing like a We Are the World song. Yes. And it opens up with Coco going, I, I lost, lost all hope, hope today. today. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel every day about dating during quarantine. That cl- that quote has been in my head all week. <laughs> <laughs> I lost all hope today. And then when you have Roxy Andrews going, where my people at? Where my people at? That's also very real right now. But uh, yeah, I messaged this guy on Bumble and I was just like, quarantine's making me crazy. Like, that's like my whole opening line. And it's like, I took a nap to stop eating, which is like a joke I tweeted on Twitter. And it's like, it's funny. You'll like it. And then one guy was like, so have you been napping every day? And I was like, oh, my God, do you not get it? I mean, kind of, but also it's a joke. Maybe you tell me what you're doing. Like, these men are even worse at communication now that they're stuck in the house with their thoughts. Yeah, it is. It's really just sort of highlighting how many people have nothing to talk about, too. Because you look at you look at Twitter, too, and I'm like, the gays. Uh, they so many of them have reverted to just like talking about what dumbbells they're trying to order. Oh, these dumbbells are running late from Amazon or <laughs> like y'all really didn't have nothing to do nope. <laughs> or talk about read a book <laughs> <laughs> or, or even if you don't want to read a book, like talk to me about a movie you watched the previous uh-huh. night. It seems like some of the people in this quarantine are doing nothing. Yeah, um, I think I'm one of those people. No, I have been doing, I've had like a some semblance of a schedule, but like there are some days I've straight up done literally nothing. Also, I don't know the last time I showered. <laughs> Do you have acrylics on or is that polish? What is this? What's on your nails? So my nails are usually gel, um, matte black, and this is the result of them not having been done in 40 days here is the tea so somebody told me to use dental floss to get my acrylics off it worked like a charm so you lift up you lift up a little bit and then you take the floss and Mm -hmm. put it under the lifted part and it comes right off it honestly blew my mind uh but then somebody else was like it's awful for your nails but then i put this like nail strengthening thing on they look bad but like whatever um (laughs) Just a little, a little helpful hint to get anybody else through quarantine with fake nails. Um, Ira, so have you, I've never been in a relationship where the other person also knew they were in a relationship with me. <laughs> have, have you been in relationships? Uh, I've been in dating ships. Okay. Hang ships. Sure. Um, but no, no, no one would I, I would ever like be like this is my boyfriend. I don't even know what that would be like. It feels like it would be so weird to be like, "Hi, friends, this is my boyfriend." <laughs> yeah, I like can't even imagine it. Um, so like a date ship. How long has a date ship lasted for you? Uh, the most probably like two months. Samesies, I can't get past the two months. And I saw this meme on Instagram that was like, after two months, people can't continue lying. And I was like, I don't know if that's it. (laughs) Uh, I 
I think it's slightly more than that. I could I could lie forever. Yeah, truly. If it meant that I had a person who was going to fuck me every night and say they love me, I can lie for the rest of my life. <laughs> what is your What's your type? Do you have a type? I try and think I have a type, but I feel like it varies just between like um Akbar adjacent hmm. slash but also like not really weho ish either yeah akbar adjacent but like they shower mm-hmm. um they have a job mm-hmm. um a good job like and you know like i i was i was talking about my therapist about this this week um who was like you know like sort of what like do you want and i was like I could kid myself into thinking like, oh, someone who has like an altruistic like job, you know, like um, working for a nonprofit, et cetera, whatever. But I'm like, you know what? When this, when we're not trapped in our homes, I like traveling. I like mm-hmm. restaurants. I like spend money. Mm-hmm. So I need someone who can do that too. Yeah, and sometimes it feels superficial to be like, I need someone with money. But then I like came to terms with it with my therapist, and she was like, you're not saying you need someone with like a ton of money. She's like, you just need someone mm-hmm. to keep up with your lifestyle. Like, if you want to go to Hawaii, you know, so your fr- whoever you're taking needs to be able to pay their own way. And I was like, yeah. yeah. I can't be a sugar daddy. No. I didn't even have a father, so like I don't know how to be one to <laughs> someone else. <laughs> oh my god, that really got me. <laughs> I didn't have one, so I don't uh, fucking know how to be one. <laughs> um but you know like for people who also don't know what the fuck Akbar is, um a homosexual establishment on the east side of mm-hmm. LA. Um, I don't even like all the damn people there, to be honest, but I miss it so much in this quarantine. <laughs> that that vibe is sort of like a, you know, like um a well read, mm-hmm. a um maybe like a hint of a beard. Hipster, um, like Silver Lake hipstery. Yeah. yeah but still but not like too, in too the serious scene. about it. Yes. Not too serious about it. Um maybe lives there but enjoys going to a gay bar where they will play Lady Gaga and Beyonce. Yeah, you want you want the best of both worlds. You want you want a Hannah Montana. Yes. Yes, you want a Hannah Montana the best <laughs> of both. I don't even know how the song goes. But yes, you, you want a Hannah I want a Hannah Montana too. Don't we all? Mhm. I want a man who will like let me put makeup on him. But like, like I want a man who's so secure in his heterosexuality that he lets me put makeup on him. He lets me put like wigs on him. If we have like similar size feet, he'll like stomp around in heels, like watch drag race with me. So an actor. And uh, yeah, I guess I would like an actor. A, a male actor who grew up in musical theater. That's what it sounds yes. like. Honestly, yes. Like uh, a man who likes to fuck women who likes musical theater. They are very Mm -hmm. far and few in between. But like, I would love someone who would watch Cats with me and not be mad about it. Mm -hmm. Have you seen Cats? Honestly, it is the best movie of 2019. (laughs) I've seen it. I've seen it. It made some points. It was batshit fucking bonkers. And I loved it. I like Andrew Lloyd Webber, even though he's 
garbage at times. <laughs> um, Cats is, I've seen the movie three times, but I think that may be enough for me. <laughs> I don't think I can do it again. <laughs> I've only se- I've seen the play once and I saw the movie just the one time, but I fully mm-hmm. forgot that the entire musical is just introducing different Jellicle cats until one gets to float up to heaven because it maybe died. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's like Hinge, right? <laughs> it's like it's like it's like a it's like an app movie. You're just constantly meeting a new cat. Yep, yep. It is. It's like swiping. That's so funny. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what is your preferred app? Is it Hinge right now? Um, no, I'm. You know, I've I tried to use the grinder. Okay. Um, I'm using it to chat with. Literally, I've been chatting with two people on it. Uh, both of them are just in open relationships, so Mm. clearly, I'm just looking to be a hoe once quarantine (laughs) ends. But um, I've had substantial conversations with them on that app more so than I have any other one. I feel like I used to use Tinder a lot, but I don't know. It just feels I feel like either I've swiped through everybody on that damn app or Mm -hmm. no one is really trying to use them right now. I feel like there are people trying to use them because I have one friend who has been on. I think she's been on like two FaceTime dates a week since quarantine has started. And I can't do that. Right. I I was just like, I don't know how you have the energy. I've been doing so many fucking happy hour Zooms and Zoom pitches because people still think Hollywood's going <laughs> to. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, okay, we're pitching, but like, when are we? We can't shoot anything for a very like a while. Right. These these general meetings mm-hmm. like over Zoom. I'm like, I don't need you seeing my house. <laughs> I don't need you to see my house. I don't need to tell you where I grew up. While you're like, what's in the background, Nicole? And you're like, don't worry about it. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, how you think it's going, Truly. Stephanie? Do you, do you want to hire me or not? <laughs> Can I ask you, I'm going to like, okay, ooh, wait, we should take a break. Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving. And I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
you know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to get it off your chest with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Back, I just really want to ask you. This has nothing to do with dating, but you are on you, and you is one of my favorite <laughs> shows. I saw you on it, and I squealed because I didn't know you acted. And can I just ask, what was the experience like? And have other people grilled you about this? They have. Um, it's maybe the most exciting thing I've done to people. <laughs> um, so that's fun, and it was. A really fun experience. So the backstory is I um, sold a show to Warner Brothers that Greg Berlanti is producing. Mm -hmm. And he knows that I love you because I talk about it. I talked about season one like on Keep It constantly. Um, And so 
while season two was being written, he sent me a message and was like, hey, do you want to be in season two? Uh. And I was like, yes, yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And so they got me that part. And um, I went to the valley where they shoot um, and waited around all day, as you do Mm -hmm. on set. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, my my early morning call, and then I hit set at like three. Yeah, uh, <laughs> for my for my two lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was really fun. It was just this like you know it's this backyard, um, L.A. party scene, and my scene is with Penn Badgley, and oh. he was very pleasant. I love him. He honestly, I was watching season one. Is, so, like, I was in Italy with my friend Matteo, my other friend Taylor, uh, his boyfriend Alex and Sashir, and we were in separate Airbnbs, and there was one time where we were all, like, just, like, kind of really jet-lagged, so we stayed in, and then Sashir was like, I started watching you, and I was like, oh, well, I had watched two episodes, and she said, okay, three is where you're gonna get hooked, let's watch it. So we watched it, and I was like, Oh my god, I'm in. And then we just stayed up till like six AM fucking watching you. And I didn't realize I was doing this, but at some points I was like pointing at the TV being like, Yes, Joe. I'm Joe. I would do that, Joe. And then finally Sashir tapped me and was like, Um, you keep saying you identify with the murderer of the show. And I was like, Oh, but like, yes, I'm Joe. Beck was annoying. Okay. She was. So if they wanted us to sympathize with the murderer, uh, if they wanted us to not sympathize with the murderer, she should have been less annoying. She was so annoying and she knew what she was doing when she'd fuck in front of that window with no fucking curtains. Come on now. Mm -hmm. You, you, uh, when he was like, you made me do this. I was like, you did (laughs) Bex. So victim blaming and so victim shaming. It's so rude. (laughs) Yeah. I did finally start seeing him as an asshole in season two, though. I was like, these people are so nice. Like, I loved 40. 40 was sweet, but 40 was so codependent. But then you find out that twist, why he's so codependent. Right. And then when I was like, I knew, okay, from the beginning, I knew something was up with the person who ends up being wild at the end. I was like, there's something about her. There's something about her. And when it all unraveled, I was on a treadmill and I almost fell off of it. I was truly (laughs) huffing and puffing on an incline going, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Did you watch Too Hot to Handle on Netflix? I have seen five episodes and I don't know if I can finish. It's only eight episodes. So you're like more than halfway through, but I was truly like, what a glorious show. Put a bunch of hot idiots on a fucking Mexican resort and then tell them they can't fuck and then watch them struggle to make conversation. I was like, thank God I'm not a traditionally pretty person. And I developed a personality. (laughs) Yeah, it is it is bleak seeing them try to talk and it is <laughs> it's 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 also the clownery of watching the show when we all can't have sex right now either. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it is. Uh, it is very funny. They're stuck in a place where they can't have sex, and it's like, yeah, I'm stuck in a place where I can't have sex. Oh, but you know, say love <laughs> I truly keep wondering. I'm like, so the last time I had sex was like fine, but I'm like, will that be the last time I have sex? It'll just be fine. Um, mine. You know, the lockdown went into official effect Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my last time was Saturday. I had a get together at my apartment, and <laughs> that was great. To be honest, <laughs> wow, really, just rubbing it in. I think the last time I had sex was a week before quarantine started, mm. or like yeah. maybe like four days before quarantine started. And I was like, so I was like seeing three people and I told all three of them, I was like, text me. I was like, hit me up when uh, the pandemic goes away. And then I was like, maybe I shouldn't have said that text. Maybe I should have been like, hit me up whenever you want. We can trade nasty little pictures. But then I just like deleted one of their numbers because I was like, you shouldn't be texting them anyway. I don't think they actually liked me. It was like a whole Mm -hmm. thing. And then my therapist didn't seem to. To understand the gravitas of me deleting someone's number. So then I got mad at her. It's been a whole thing. I feel like the people I've been having the most substantial conversations with are people who have men. um, Because I think really this pandemic is really the hardest on these open relationship girls. Oh, yes. Because they're used to fucking everything. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And now what do they have to do? (laughs) Sit at home (laughs) with their partner? Yeah. <laughs> so it's been just a lot of um those are the people on Grinder who are uh, like, "Hey, what's up?" Those are the ones actually having something to say too. Like uh-huh. I've, I've been having good conversation. Um the 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 side part about that is like we need to stop having good conversation because I can't date you when this is over. But would you be open to being a third in a relationship or no? I'm already the third. <laughs> Ira Madison the third. I can't be someone else's third. Fair, fair. I often wonder if I could even do an open relationship. Because, like, I travel a lot. And mm-hmm. I was like, I guess it would be fair to that person to be like, you can fuck whoever you want while I'm gone. But then on the flip side, I'm like, would I want them to tell me about it? Would I just constantly mm-hmm. be jealous about it? I don't know. I guess you don't know till you you try it. Yeah, you know, like it works for some friends of mine. It has not worked for some f- people I know. Um, for me, I travel a lot too. Um, so who knows what it would be? I, but I'm also a Leo, so like I I like my attention on me. I'm a Virgo, and I like attention. Apparently, that's not like a Virgo we trait. I'm not very Virgo like. Mm. Well, Beyonce's a Virgo. She is. Oh yeah, her birthday's yeah. in September, right? Yeah. September what? Fourth. Oh yeah, because her whole thing is like fours. Um, maybe I'm like Beyonce. Oh my god, I am Beyonce. Let's see other other Virgos. Keanu Reeves. Okay. Blake Lively. Okay. Leah Michelle. Mm. Michael Jackson. <laughs> yes, me and Michael have the same birthday. But only one of us still celebrates, which is one of my favorite jokes. And 
Some people don't like it. <laughs> Who do you share your birthday with? I share my birthday with Elizabeth Berkeley. Oh, okay. Jesse Spano. Yeah. I love it. Her and um, Lori Laughlin. Uh-oh, homegirl's going to jail. Yeah, like Naomi Malone and <laughs> the college scammer. Yes, Aunt Becky, the college scammer. Um, can I ask you a filthy question? Sure. What's your favorite kind of dick? <laughs> I'm so horny. <laughs> um... You know what? I think I like a cut dick. <gasps> really? Yeah. Otherwise, there's, there's just like a lot going on in there. And I don't need all that in my mouth. <laughs> I love an uncut dick. That's my favorite. To me, that's like a Michelin star dick. Uh, <laughs> that's what I like. Uncut. Yes. <laughs> Serve me the appetizer and the entree and the dessert at the same time. <laughs> A whole tasting menu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I want. I'm so horny. I truly stayed up till like 6 a.m. the other night just masturbating. That seems like a lot of work. It was a lot of work. So I would like masturbate and then go smoke a cigarette and then climb into bed. And then I'd be like, I can't sleep. I'm still horny. Then I'd masturbate again, and then I'd scroll through Instagram, and then I'd watch a porn, and then I would be like, well, I guess I could do it again. It was awful, and it didn't relieve any stress, and I woke up still horned up. I had Instagram DM sex with someone two weeks ago. Wait, so were you, like, sending nasty... Wait, how? Were you, like, Instagram live... What? How? Just like sen- just like sending videos and clips through Instagram. Um, just sitting on the couch. It just it just uh, sort of happened. I I am so worried about doing that. Not that I think that someone would like try to get a dirty vid from me and then like put it on the internet, but like I feel like that's uh-huh. a thing that could happen. At this point, I feel like it could only be free advertising. <laughs> <laughs> I just would hate to be like, host of Children's Show nailed it. Here are Nicole Myers' nipples. Yeah, see, that 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 has a worse spin than, um, <laughs> than a guest actor on season two of You. <laughs> <laughs> people would be like, who? <laughs> I think people would know, and I think people would get excited. <laughs> How long do you think quarantine is going to last? I keep deluding myself into thinking it's not going to encroach on Leo season. Mm-hmm. Um, and keep thinking that, like, if it follows other coronavirus norms, like, it will filter away like mid to late summer mm-hmm. and then probably come back in a second wave. Ah. But, you know... Anything for my birthday. Anything for my birthday. I mean, honestly, it would be really nice if it was done by my birthday, August 29th. You know, okay. so I 
That would be that would be so great. And okay, so I said all of last year, I was like, all because 2019 was not a great year for me personally. Professionally, great. Personally, not really. And I kept being like, 2020 is my year. 2020 is my year. And then like January was fucking it. It was so good. Mm. And then February was like, okay, we're still going all right. A little bit of Corona in the air. And then March was like, for like everybody it was like full fucking stop. But like, I still maintain that this year is my year. I think the back end of this year is going to be really fruitful for me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel cursed because like I cursed myself because I was like, I think 2019 was a good professional year for me too. Like whatever personal life, it was fine. But then like the beginning of the year started and first of all, I like, I was in Mexico for Christmas Mm -hmm. and I went to, I went to Paris for new year's. Yes. And then, um, Afterwards, I was in New York the weekend, like after that. And then like the next weekend, I was in um, something in like Salt Lake City mm-hmm. uh, or I flew through Salt Lake City. But like I was gone every damn weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Mexico City, I went uh, in February uh, and it got to the point where, like, literally when I'd gotten back from Mexico, that I had my sister's wedding the next weekend in Florida. And I came back and I was like, I am, like, so tired of traveling. Uh-huh. I had not been home a single weekend the entire um, of entirety of 2020. Mm-hmm. And I said, I just want to stay my ass home. Uh-huh. And then what happened? I mean, yep. <laughs> I had been, I think I did maybe... I would say 30, 30 tour dates last year. I was like gone almost every weekend doing weekends at clubs. And this year was like more of the same. And I called my agent and was like, hey, I think I'm ready to like sell a special. I'm really happy with my hour. I love it. I think I need to slow down on the touring for like the mid of this year. Like I'll finish my dates till uh, April. And then I was like, I need to just take a break when I get back from Australia. And he was like, yeah, Nicole, that's fine. You always know that you should just tell me what's up. And I was like, all right, great. And then the, truly the pandemic hit. And I was like, oh, OK. I said, uh, I said I wanted to stay home. I guess I'm too powerful. OK. Got to harness this power. <laughs> like, I take it back. I take, I it, take it all it back. back. <laughs> but I will say, oh, my God, this like article. I, I think it was Variety or Vanity Fair. I don't know, but the title of this article is uh, Nicole Byer is happy with Corona if it means she never has to hug another person again. And I was like, what an awful, (laughs) awful, awful headline. (laughs) Because I'm putting you on blast like that. (laughs) Because I did say in the article, I was like, they asked, they were like, do you think anything good will come of Corona? And I was like, well, I think people will be able to manage personal space a little bit better People grab me when they hug me in ways that don't feel great. And they took that and put that as the headline. And I was like, well, now I seem like an asshole. Yeah. (laughs) And the last date I did, I might have mentioned it on this podcast. Truly nothing is going on in my life. Uh, Don't even know how to talk about anything new. But uh, I was in Arlington, (laughs) Texas. And it was the weekend, like the last weekend we were allowed out Mm -hmm. uh, before quarantine. And... 
uh, during the meet and greet, people, I was like, I'm not touching anyone. My future was like, no touching. And like some people were like, but I just want to give you something. I'm like, no, I can't. I'm not taking that. Um, but anyway, a nice author came to my show and gave me a book. And I was like, I guess I'll take this book home. I'll risk Corona. But then, and I thought I was being crazy at that point. But then I was like, nope, nope, this is, this is awful. And this is bad. Yeah. Um, it's, it's weird looking back on like the people who are like, uh, maybe we shouldn't like be doing things (laughs) Uh, like we we fully started working hard because i'm writing on uh this netflix show q force right now Mm -hmm. gabe leitman's show i love megan i love him megan amram's in the room and Mm -hmm. she was like fully like two weeks before this lockdown like was always like just sort of like talking about this coronavirus thing that was happening and we were all like yeah, girl, whatever. Yeah, Megan uh, had been talking about it since, like, January. I was, like, just on a Zoom with her, and she was like, I kept saying it was going to be bad, and nobody believed me. <laughs> Literally Cassandra trying to warn the gods. <laughs> She's the one who got us working from home, like, before California started telling people work from home. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. I think it was, uh, I think his name is Dr. Fauci. Uh, someone mm-hmm. tweeted at me. I said his name incorrectly on another podcast, but there is this like quote from him. That's like, uh, if we, he's like, damned if you do damned, if you don't, because if we took these measures earlier and like not very many people died, everyone would have been like, you're overreacting. But now that we're taking these measures later, it's like you underreacted. There is no happy middle ground with the pandemic. It's so crazy. Yeah. The funniest thing about us working from home, too, is I'm going to put them on blast. Um, (laughs) We so our our show is universal. Mm -hmm. And uh, why are we finding out if we need it to work from home? And then we're like calling and found out that parts of universal were already working from home that's funny but but like we're not on the universal lot so Mm -hmm. it made sense that they didn't tell us but it was just so funny and then realizing also that some of your like agents or managers were already working from home too (laughs) but they were just they they were just having their calls rolled to their assistants at their homes Uh to make you think that they weren't working from home uh uh-huh because they never want us to think that their jobs are not essential mm-hmm. and couldn't just couldn't just be done in their living room. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it was so interesting because I was in production for something, and then we still had our table read after. It was like this is getting bad, uh, and then our like actual network table read got pushed, and then they're like, we're gonna push it for two weeks, and we'll see where we're at. And that was, uh, what, six weeks ago? When did quarantine start? Who fucking knows? A hundred years ago? Uh, and then uh, I know, like, there was some productions that were like, oh, we're, we're like, ceasing production, blah, blah, blah. Then there was other productions that were like, we're going to finish. It was just like, I think it was nobody knew what the fuck was going on. Uh, mm-hmm. It was, it's so wild. It, everything is, I feel crazy. Yeah. Definitely feel, um, but also, like, settled into it, mm-hmm. you know? Like, this is what it is. I'm slowly cleaning my... I'm usually a messy person mm-hmm. in my home. Um, but I also like to have people over. So, like, there will be spurts where, like, I do clean and then allow people to enter my home. 
Um, but now that I'm just been here by myself, I'm slowly finally cleaning things mm-hmm. and maybe that's helping. Like I moved in here six months ago and there were still like boxes by the side of my bed and mm-hmm. like my closet of things that I needed to unpack. I did some of that yesterday. Yeah, I I'm also like genuinely a pretty messy person. Not like it's not like dirty. Like I don't leave food dishes and shit out. It's just clutter. I have yeah. a hard time. Like mm-hmm. it's like it's how my ADD kind of manifests. I'll like look at a pillow on the floor and be like, all I have to do is pick up that pillow. And then my brain goes, but how will you pick up the pillow? How? How could you <laughs> ever do that? And then I'll just leave it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah i'm like trying to like be better at that i've been pole dancing a little bit more i've mm-hmm. been like trying- i've seen I've, I've seen the hustlers oh, thank <laughs> you yes you've seen it um but i've been trying to like do things for me and then i uh-huh. had like a call with my team and they were like all right let's think of pitches people are listening to pitches and i was like <gasps> I don't know how to do that right now. <laughs> I don't. My work from home is different. I was so glad that I was writing on a show mm-hmm. because, um, like, I went, I went to script, um, literally as this pandemic was hitting, mm-hmm. uh, as we were on this lockdown. But because we had already broken it, outlined, I was like. It, it didn't force me to have to be like extra creative. Uh-huh. Like my mind was already zeroed in on that. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. This is fine. But trying <laughs> to write anything else. Yeah. It's been really try, hard to new. like, yeah, because it's like, I like, even with my stand up, it's like stories from my life. And it's like, oh, I don't have a life if I can't interact with people. That's where like the good shit comes from. Cause people say the wildest shit to me. I dug into my Gmail the other day and found a screenplay that I wrote at NYU, mm-hmm. like in 2010. And I'm like, I guess we're going to be cleaning this up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clean that bitch up and sell it. People are hearing pitches over Zoom. <laughs> but nothing new. when quarantine ends what is your ideal first date like what does that look like Mm. whether it be with someone you've been out with but like that first date out um one of these men i've been instagramming with is just gonna get an invite to my apartment (laughs) that's my first date that's my first date Uh, i love your first date out is just a date in (laughs) You're like, I don't uh, need to leave. Nah, you bring that dick <laughs> over here. Um, but my first place I want to go is, so I live near um, one of my current favorite restaurants in LA. It's Cali. Uh, and mm-hmm. I used to just eat there all the time. And I, I it's also one of the restaurants that is like not open now in the midst of it because it's like a mm-hmm. tasting menu slash nice dining michelin restaurant so like they're not like you can't get delivery and shit from there it's just closed mm-hmm. so the minute that reopens restaurants do i'm gonna be there the first night that they reopen and i'll invite someone with me have a little date okay there you go i'll be a sugar daddy that night so if anyone wants to go 
or to that restaurant, I will take him there. Uh, what is is there is there a limit of what somebody could order? <laughs> um, no, order whatever they want. My favorite thing is seeing um, a sex worker with their uh, client at a restaurant. And have you ever overheard a sex worker be like, "Can I get two things?" It's yeah. my favorite thing because I'm like, "Yes, bitch." Take everything. Get everything out of this bed. <laughs> get your two meals. Get your get what you need. I it makes me so happy. If you ever go to Mastros in uh Beverly Hills, I love it is Mastros. Honestly, the food mediocre. The entertainment. It's just a vibe. Yes. Every Beverly Hills restaurant is a scene. Yes. Not really any good food there, <laughs> but 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 a, a scene. Yes. <laughs> Last time I was at Masters, I literally found a condom on the ground, and I was like, they're here. I love it. (laughs) It makes me feel good. I think my first date out, I think I would be like, let's get, let's take an Uber. You know, we could get back into Ubers again. Get an Uber with, like, two bottles of champagne or two bottles of wine and go sit on the beach and drink, and then... If it's warm, we get in the water. If it's not, we just, you know, talk until the sun comes up. Or we sit there, talk till the sun comes up, and then you take me to your house and you fucking fuck me so hard you scramble up my guts. That's, I like... (laughs) I'm like truly looking to get fucked so hard that it like hurts the next day to sit. (laughs) That's what I need. Like, I need to be hurt, daddy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so horny. (laughs) I'm right there with you. Are you still writing on your show? Or is the show, did you, is the room done? Are you still writing? We got extended um, three weeks. So we're writing till the end of May. Honestly, I feel like that's nice. It's nice to have a purpose. It is. It is. At least when people are like asking me, like, what are you up to? I'm like, well, I'm still working. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, that's so fucking nice. It's hard to not to have to be self-motivating and then also not have like an end goal. Like I, there's no yeah. like date for me to have anything done by. Even when this is over, I'm like, I would write on. I would do another show via Zoom, you know, because I like, okay. I don't, I don't, I like the structure is nice. Mm-hmm. A feeling, feeling like I am doing something. If if I were just like wandering around my house, like Sunset Boulevard, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't, things would, things, I, my mental state would not be the same as it is now. <laughs> <laughs> I think Zoom rooms or video rooms are going to be a thing for lower budget shows. I think yeah. what they'll probably start doing is like half the room will be in person, half the room when like you're basically just doing scripts is yes. Zoom. Quibi can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Quick bite. Okay, my gripe with Quibi is you cannot airplay on Apple TV. Yeah, it's very annoying. It um it was created um for a world that we are not in like I mean, it was we're created not in it for, currently right it was created for quick bites with like 
people watching on their commute, like when they yep. have time or whatever. But now, like, all we got is time. Let me yep. watch that shit on my Apple TV. Yes. I really hope they come out with, like, something like an Apple TV compatible thing because I have, or I don't have Quibi. My roommate's boyfriend has Quibi, and we've been gathering around his phone in the living room, and I'm like, this, we can't do it like this. <laughs> Uh, I got it um, so I could watch the show I worked on, and I watched um, I watched Game Show. Uh, yes, my, that's little, what little, I watched because I was on it. Yes, yes, <laughs> uh, and oh, and I watched um, Joel and Kiki on Single Dad. That was cute. Oh yes, yes, yes. But then I was like, what else? I I mm-hmm. I can't be sitting on my phone watching these like. Little like dramas they got on Quibi. Mm. Well, I'm also just like on my phone so much. Yeah. Like I'm on my, I wake up, I look at my phone and then I've been trying to eat dinner by Mm. like, and not having my phone at dinner. And the other day my roommate was like, are you just staring at the wall? And I was like, Mm. yep. (laughs) Yep. Just truly staring at the fucking wall. (laughs) Ira. We've truly come to the end of our conversation. I've truly enjoyed speaking with you, and I ask all of my guests this. Would you date me? You know what? I'd take you to Cali with me. Yes, and I can have two dinners. I love it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, we've come truly to the end. Do you have anything you want to promote? Yeah, you know, um, my Instagram is at Ira the Third. If you would love to slide into my DMs, <laughs> I am also as horny as Nicole Byer. So <laughs> hit me up. I love it. <laughs> Honestly, you probably will get a lot of people in your DMs. Every man I've had on my podcast has been like, my DMs light up after each episode. And I'm like, lucky for you. Um, but if you. Well, hello, let's celebrate that. <laughs> <laughs> If you like this episode of Why Won't You Date Me, you can subscribe, you can like it, you can rate it five stars. You can also send me a nasty message and I'll read it out loud. You can either DM me, I read those, or you can email me at bacon, like the food, not the action, can save at gmail.com. This person said, I would sumo wrestle you, both of us naked and covered in melted butter. We would run into each other and smack our buttery bellies until I knock you on your back, eat you out, and yell, Arigato, Arigato, thank you, while you come. Okay. They they um, want you to be Japanese? I guess so, but it was a nice, it was a nice, nasty little message, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. You know what? Same. <laughs> I take any I take anything at this point, you know. I mean, that's how I am right now. Ira, thank you so much for being here and bearing with my terrible internet connection in my room. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Bye, love. Bye-bye. has been a Team Coco production.
Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.